For the last four weeks, on our weekends and weekdays, we've been listening to parables, stories, riddles that Jesus told the crowds and his apostles. We heard about the sower who just threw his precious seeds everywhere not caring about where they fell. We heard about a tiny mustard seed that grew into a gigantic bush. Weeds and wheat. Treasures hidden in a field. Pearls of great value. But because they were riddles, the apostles didn't understand them. And Jesus had to explain their meaning to them. And all these explanations told us something about God, His nature, what He was like. And they described the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God where He dwelt. I'm sure that the apostles listened intently to every word, but the parables never told them who God is. They learned no more than Moses when he asked God what his name was, and God said, I am who I am. We have a hidden God, a mysterious God. But all that changes today when we get to the transfiguration. The first clue is in the gospel. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain up a high mountain. Mountains are where we go up and God comes down. Mountains are where we encounter God. Moses went up Mount Sinai and God came down and presented him with the Ten Commandments. Abraham took his only son, his precious son, Isaac, and went up Mount Moriah. And God came down and stopped the sacrifice. And today, three Jewish men and their rabbi go up Mount Tabor to encounter God and encounter God they will, but not how they expected. They will learn that their teacher, Jesus, is God, both man and God. And we will learn what we are called to be, transfigured, transformed, divine, 
not just good moral people, not just upright, ethical people, although that's very important, we are called to be more. We are called to become God-like, deified. We learn that God became human so that humanity could become God-like. We are called to share God's very nature. An ordinary man went up Mount Tabor and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as light. That word transfigured comes from the Greek word metamorphosis, which literally means to go beyond the form he had. Think of a caterpillar. A caterpillar's metamorphosis into a monarch butterfly. It was still Jesus, but now he was transformed, elevated, enhanced in his manner of being. That's what we're destined for in heaven. Just as Jesus transcends time and space by conversing with Moses and Elijah, both long dead, so will we in heaven. We are like caterpillars waiting to become butterflies. We are meant to be transfigured into daughters and sons of God, not just nice people. At the Mass, we ascend these steps up the mountain to encounter God and receive a taste of heaven here on earth, the Eucharist, our taste of heaven, our taste of divine life, so that we can be transfigured, changed, and in turn, change the world. We might prefer to stay here on this mountain, pitch our tents, bask in the glory of God, just like Peter wanted to. But we have to come down from the mountain, leave this building, because we are transfigured to be God-like in the world. The kingdom of heaven starts here and then proceeds out these doors. The transfiguration is not just about Jesus revealing He is God, but more importantly, about us being transformed to be God-like. It's about us sowing our seeds of love 
everywhere, good ground and bad ground. It's about us finding that hidden treasure, that pearl of great value, and helping everyone else we encounter to do the same.